dials Ireland with the cup of Steven Smoke and Cascarino. Tony got the myopin, Becky doesn't let him in. Not the violence, have the violence, only one can go. Well, lads, welcome back to Paddy's Sport Hub, and uh, me and Johnny are ready to dissect a few fantasy teams again. Hey, Johnny. We are indeed. We're here to kind of the highs and the lows of the weekend, uh, name and shame a few lads as well, talk about how fantastic Sergio Aguero was and how basically everybody was an Aguero fan this weekend as well. Right. But uh, I plenty to talk about as well, wild cards and all that kind of stuff that uh, we'll get to chat about now for game week two. That fucking Aguero soundbite killed me, by the way, Johnny, and uh, I can't <laughs> believe I agreed to put that on. But it was very fitting because I think this game week was billed as uh, Salah versus Aguero. It was a bit. Now, just before we go into that, like Martin Tiger's commentary for Aguero back in 2012, like, you know, the Sunday's result was nowhere near as dramatic as that. But it's just testament. You know, we're giving a wee tip of the hat to the man about yeah. how well he did. Uh, over the weekend you know yeah you're saying it was built up against Salah Salah didn't have too bad of a weekend he still got his two assists but you know like Aguero was just the, he was just shit hot and the man of the moment really yeah and tell me this did you have Salah or Aguero on your team I had Salah I had Salah as a, as a captain so I'm not too I'm not too downheartened about this you know? and did you, but, have, uh, you you didn't have Aguero no I didn't have Aguero I think I was one of the few that didn't well I didn't um, either so you know yeah, well, we've talked a lot about this uh, Manchester City squad rotation, and uh, that's something that we'll talk about tonight. Because, you know, as we say, if club alliances were the talking point last week, I think Man City in general yeah. for fantasy football terms is kind of going to be the theme that we're going to look back at a bit tonight. And 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 we all know with fantasy, the rules of fantasy is you leave all your team loyalties at the door if you want to. Oh, absolutely. If you want absolutely. to do fantasy football, can I just say that as a fantasy football manager? I was sick as a fucking dog after Aguero's um, hat-trick. And, uh, Johnny, you might enjoy this. Being a United fan, I had to go through that weekend to Monday to my captain, which was Salah, was playing. And there was a part of me that was like wanting Salah to score goals. And it tormented me. I felt felt sick to the pit of my stomach. And there I was wanting Salah to score goals. But well, one to be honest, if beats. a Manchester United fan says to me that they feel sick to the pit of their stomach, it does not bother me at all in the slightest. Now. I was thinking but um, yeah, well, I suppose you, you were looking to probably gather back a bit of ground, you know. And well, I, as a fantasy manager, you know, we're talking as fantasy managers. We're not talking as as club allegiancy or club fans. Right. Uh, like I admit now, when, when Manny was going through one on one last night and <laughs> against Crystal Palace, and I was going to go give it to Mohammed, give it to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. So it's crazy. Isn't so it? I wanted so, him to score goals too. You know? So there I was thinking. Okay, I want Salah to score a hat trick, and I want Robertson to assist him every one. But I want Palace to win four three without Zaha or Milovic scoring any goals. <laughs> so that, that, it's, that, it's amazing how fussy and picky you get. Like, in yeah. fairness, I think one of the comments of the weekend has to go to Stephen McConnell in the in the group chat when I think it was when Man United were uh, were three one down at half time in their game against Brighton, and I think he said he needs David De Gea 
to save three penalties and score a hat-trick himself and he would be okay. (laughs) This is where optimistic thinking really, really comes into it. That's exactly the fucking shit that that you'd be looking at playing fantasy football. And I'm telling you, the torment that I went through from... uh, from that Saturday game to Monday was something I don't want to go through again. But anyway, I was on 33 points before, okay. the, before the Liverpool game, and I ended up on 60 after it. So you can tell so, what that match did for my game week. Like, it saved me. just brought me on average. You were happy enough with the performances of uh, Salah and Robertson, wasn't it? Yeah, I was. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, that's, that means it turned out okay for you in the end. Um, uh, but just if we're just to talk about Man City, first of all, like we're all talking about Aguero's hat-trick. Don't forget, he got an assist in there as well. You know, right. and uh, that was just another way you think they were all talking hat trick, hat trick, hat trick. He still managed to give a bit of give a bit of help to his pal Jesus. I know it's Jesus, but you know, old habits die hard there. Yeah. But um, I think you know the, the squad rotation was a big thing at Man City, and whoever did have the likes of Aguero, and I think you know, if, if Aguero ever comes to the central bar in Letterkenny. A lot of people owe him a pint. Uh, well, Keith, Keith Shields will be buying him a pint anyway. Oh, absolutely. What did he hit at the weekend? It was 108 or something astronomical like that. He was really the, the man of the moment. The wild card man as well, wasn't he? He was the manager of the week, and he also used his wild card. Um, mm-hmm. We'll all speak about the other two wild carders as well, Ryan Callan and uh, Kevin mm-hmm. McElney, I think. Um, I don't even know that bloke, so we'll, I'll have to check up his name. But there was three. <laughs> but Keith Shields, yeah, he pulled it off the best, didn't he? he 108 points. Yeah, and you know, obviously Aguero was a huge help in that. But if you look through his team, the likes of Richardson doing the business again, um, Alonso, who's a man I'd actually like to talk about at some point in the show tonight. I think he's just been a footballing revelation. He's always been good, but he's just impressing more and more. Um, but also, I think he gave uh, did he give I think he gave Alexis Sanchez the chop as well from the week before, and then it worked out well for him because I don't even think Sanchez played on Sunday either. And, and then that guy for um, West Ham, I struggled to pronounce his name. Is it Arnjatovic? Arnatovic. Arnatovic, you know, so he chipped in for, as well. Like, yeah, he, he, had, yeah. he had performances all over the park. You know, Keith Shields' team certainly weren't a one-man team over the weekend. There was a lot of big performers for him. And, you know, he, he, he was a lot of boys' pints, not just uh, Aguero. He, he was a lot of them boys' pints then. And uh, do you think Keith Shields may have uh, started a trend now with the wild card being used? Do you think there'll be a few men to follow? I know Keith reckons Brian Margie is going to push the button. This week for going into game week three. Yeah, well, we were kind of talking and uh, speculating as we do about people uh, doing the wild card so early. Um, but you know, like, people will look at the likes of Keith Shields' results and go, "Well, here, does it really matter if it happens in week three or if it happens in week thirty-three? You know, uh, if it if it feels like it's a good time to do it, then go for it." Yeah, I think um, right. there's no wrong or right time to wild card. Not at all. Not at all. You know, yeah, absolutely not. You know, you're dead right there. So, uh, uh, what is, is Margie now suggesting that they're or hinting? Uh, that he might do the same thing this weekend? I, I do not have a clue, but I think he might feel that he needs to if he wants to mm-hmm. um, st- stay in this uh, rivalry with Keith and, of course, in the league as well, to do well in the league. But, it, you know, of course, he wants to particularly beat Keith Shields mm-hmm. and uh, Sanj. Yeah. Uh, I saw Sanj's thing going up on the, the Facebook page last night and you know, he, he was he was singing loud and proud from the, the foreign oh, bridge and Sanjo. Love it! Love it! <laughs> it was just reminding me of the the April 1996 Kevin Keegan meltdown on Sky Sports. You know? <laughs> uh, you're like, I will love it if we beat them. Love it! You know, just, <laughs> oh, definitely. It's, it's like a reincarnation of that moment, you know. Um, how do we look at Margie's team as well? Um, I'm not going to slag Brian 
saying that too much, mainly because he's bigger than me. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, Aguero was on his team as well. But you know, this is I was just looking through at other members of his team. Um, you know, the the guy at Man United there, what do you call him? Uh, Bay had a you know very poor game uh, on Sunday. Not even just you know, not even a fantasy points thing. You know, the amount of times he gave away the ball. Um, I mean, he's got Arthur Boric there as well, who is not really going to gather any points at all this season. And I should know because I had him as my own sub-goalkeeper yeah. as well. So there's a few kind of passengers there that he might need to... Yeah, well, Brian Marguerite, you know, where is he? He's right down there in 42nd place, big red arrow. And uh, yeah. apparently Brian had the captaincy on Aguero, but uh, I put my fingers in inverted comments here. Uh, okay. forgot, forgot to press save. And then oh right, right. so there was an administration error, was there? Apparently so. He also had Cessnion there on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. So who got, got a goal at the weekend too? Didn't yeah, he? that's right. No, he got an assist. I think he. Oh, he got an assist. Got, apparently. got a little ball over to Dimitrovic, who put it in the back of the But look, if that look, we'll take Margetta's word. Look, he he had it on. It's an easy mistake to make. He would have had forty <laughs> points there on Aguero, and then he had Salah, Salah as well, but. Then he had Juan Bissaka come on and, and got that red as well, minus him two yeah. points. So a bit unlucky there, there was, for Brian, but you know, yeah. I wouldn't just say he's 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 out of the race yet. We're only two games. Oh, not at all. No, it, it seems to be down to kind of you know, like say freak moments, like you know, if he if he didn't hit save, and and it, it would have been quite disappointing even last night because in a wider context, I thought Juan Bissaka had a very good game against Liverpool, yeah. um, and was you know unlucky to get sent off with the decision. It's it's that rule, you know, the last man and not in control of the ball. And, all that there kind of stuff. But for a man who was having a good game to end up on a minus two like that, it, it would be a wee bit disheartening. He took one um, for the team, didn't he? Say again? He took one for the team. Oh, he did. I think he knew what he was doing. He didn't really complain about it at all. And he, yeah, he, he, he knew he, he, that's he what he had to do. He was, he was stopping, which would have been teammates. inevitable. But of course, all the lads who did have Salah on the team, like the fell for, uh, <laughs> were hoping just, no, just let him go, let him go. Um, I felt sorry for but, Palace. Uh, I think Palace, you know, they, they put up a good fight, you know, they put up a good show. Oh, they're a good side. They're a very good side, especially at home. That old Palace underlights thing, you know, they are a good side. Yeah. Um, just, a lot of good players in that team. A lot of boys have picked players like, uh, like Sacco and a lot of other players from that team yeah, as well. Yeah, I thought Sacco looked good as well. <laughs> and of course, Zaha is the talisman and, and he'd be probably the fantasy asset we'd be looking at, 7 million. But yeah. going back to Brian's team here, you're talking about passengers here. And I do see mm-hmm. a few looking at me like, of course... Sanchez has probably got to go with ten point five million. I think so. Yeah, yeah uh, any so. any Acho, maybe not mm-hmm. right, maybe not right away. Now with Vardy being suspended, mm-hmm. um, he he could be get more game time. Well, he will obviously. His, his strikers are good for Mino and Aguero. Look, no mm-hmm. Brian's luck. Brian will sell for Mino, and uh, for Mino, will buy a hat trick next week. Uh, well, it's, 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 <laughs> it's kind of the rule of fancy, isn't it? You can sometimes you have to give these guys chance. Uh, it's the Sod's law, you know, and, and yeah. by his standards, Firmino has had a has had a wee bit of a quiet start to the season. You know, um, you know, even last night, I, th- I thought there was long periods of the game where he never really got involved. But you know, he's going to come good. You know, he's going to, yeah, you know, law of averages, whatever you want to call it. He's two quiet games, then he could have three absolute stormers. Then, so yeah, Brian could be unlucky if he does get rid of Firmino. Uh, well, he's part of that those that attacking three, which you know mm-hmm. they're all going to shine at some stage, and they're all going to have their moment in the spotlight. I think and. Uh, Sure, mm-hmm. look at the minute. Manny's outscoring Salah. Yep. So, you know, and That's... he's a lot cheaper as well. You know, people could be downgrading there. There could be a wee, uh, wee shift in the trend there as well, yeah. Um, we'll just have to see how that goes. But we'll have to keep away an iron brain if he does uh, do the wild card or if he's uh, not. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't, to be honest. You know, I think he's, uh, I think he's got a cool enough head on him uh, to keep it going for another few days yet. 
Well, there you go, Brian. We haven't gone too hard on you, and uh, best of luck there, I'm sure. Keith. Another man that had a very good weekend, now, I'm just looking at my notes here, was yeah. Brendan. That is, I'm sorry, I don't have a second name written in. Brendan Freel, is it? Brendan Freel. I work with Brendan, yeah. Made okay. Oh, made, yeah. He was the guy. Oh, yeah. He was the guy that you interviewed today. Yeah. Made an appearance on, yeah. on the Sport Hub today. Just poor Brendan, just mind his own business, and I just pull out the camera. <laughs> I must say, I did like face. the interview style. Like, you know, uh, you, I think you talked more in the interview than he did. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So back to me. <laughs> yeah, so back to me. I know you're up there in the league, but it's all about me. Um, Bren, anyway, what did Bren get there? Have you got him up in front of you? Um, he had 72 now, unless there was more points added on to it last night. But he, I know he had 72 going into last night's game. Um, oh, I'll just double check it now. So my computer is Bren got 102 slow. points. Oh, so, oh, yeah, sorry, that's right. He joined the. Hang on a second, I'm just checking yeah, my other so notes. He did. That was a good oh, segue. Oh, he shot up again. Yeah, that was a good segue into Keith there because these guys all, like Keith was the manager of the week with 108 points. We've gone straight into to Bren here now. You've got the second highest points yep. of the week, 102 points. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Owen Kelly will get a shout out there with 101 points. So 101 as well, yes. Yeah, so, let's yeah. have a look at Bren's team there. Anybody there you want to... Well, obviously, I'm just looking at Brennan's team here now with the notes I, take, I took down. Aguero, again, it's, it's, his name's going to be mentioned a lot tonight. It's been mentioned a lot already. Mohamed Salah, another reoccurring theme. But also, he had Trippier, who made a comeback for Spurs and chipped in with a goal. Mkhitaryan, who I was slating last week, he um, he turned it around a good bit in a game that you know, Arsenal lost the game, but he got much more involved. And he has, who I think is still the most consistent player at the minute, uh, Marcus Alonso as well. So they were his... Uh, I mean, he's at one, two, three, four, five, five players that really stood out for him. Well, he's for others, but and, that was his main. Interesting here, he's he's playing five at the back, and the five yep. players at the back he's playing are all attacking, returning defenders: Trippier, yeah. Mendy, Van Dijk, Alonso, mm-hmm. and Aspilicueta. Like, look at the fucking. They're not uh, defenders, and defenders, Alan, if you like. You yeah, know, they're the ones who do get forward and basically and what, do they, chip what they are. Right, I'll tell you what they are, Johnny. They're midfielders most of them that have that bonus of getting a clean sheet onto their points yep. absolutely and you know they're, they're kind of all-rounders you know and I suppose that's the way the football goes nowadays yeah. you hear about these goalkeepers that are very good with their feet and all this kind of stuff nowadays as well and it's the same for defenders back in the olden days you would have an occasional player who could do that it's very seems quite common now and and uh, Brandon uh, fair play to him has, uh, has seemed to tap into that very well yeah he's tapped into that and Trippi now especially Taking free kicks and set pieces. Yep. Does that not make you hard on? Give you a hard on for Trippier? You know, you'd want him in your team. Yeah, um, I think I think what's going to make that interesting is kind of a knock-on effect because usually uh, Ericsson was the kind of dead ball specialist for Spurs and you know the, the free kick man and all the rest of us, or maybe the likes of Son. But you know Trippier is there now, and like, he did it in the World Cup on the big stage, uh, and he's doing it now in England. So that that could change. If you have Trippy, you are going to get that, as you call Patrick, that uh, proverbial erection for the whole thing. <laughs> and, and, but um, just, would you touch you know, on it, there? It's the knock-on effect. It's the knock-on effect. Yeah. I think it could have to the play, to the lads who do have the likes of Son and Ericsson, who well, Son, you know, like Son's I say, were, gone were Asian, Asian games, so you may fuck mm-hmm. out of your team straight away. But Ericsson, I've got Ericsson in my team at nine point five million, and he and Trippy is just shot all over that because for me, Ericsson mm-hmm. was. You know, on set pieces, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, is Trippier going to be taken over from these set pieces? And that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing over the next few weeks if he is going to take over from. Yeah, and uh, I guess obviously it depends on the position. I guess but, I wouldn't know. just be jumping over there right away yet because yeah, I know they have United next, and who's to say, I, I, I would like to think United are going to have a little bit more spine in this game than what they showed against Brighton. But 
It's definitely <laughs> somebody is on my watch list is Kieran Trippier. I have Davies at the moment, and I watched Davies, and <clears> Davies <throat> hasn't gave me any returns in the f- fantasy wise, but <clears throat> he should have. He's been he's been putting balls in, and uh, I've been happy of, with what I've seen. But over the coming weeks, Trippier on set pieces could be swaying there. It could be. I think that's that's just something. If we if we develop a category of you know things to watch out for next week or over the next month, I think Trippier Trippier. You know who I'm on about. Yeah. <laughs> His name's a little bit difficult to get off the tongue. But uh, him and uh, set pieces is definitely going to be something that will uh, will take an interest for myself and for a lot of people. I think. And another interesting thing here, we'll just have to look at. He has the Aspilicueta double up with Alonso. <clears> so, uh, a lot of people didn't know what were these two going to how they were going to work under Sarri's new system you know were they going to be as attacking well there's certainly no demise there anyway they still look if, if not uh, more attacking I thought Alonso got even further up the field as, as the match went yep. on and um, at 6.5 million though it's how the fuck has Bren got all these players in his team like, <laughs> there's going to, to be some sort of investigation but I'm glad there's financial fair play there. here is fucked with Bren's team I don't know how he's got it. I'm looking at his team super team everyone get on and have a look at that Copy it. Oh, yeah. Check it out, guys, and, and you know your eyes will turn green with envy. But just, just you mentioned one player there, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned it because it was something that I did a, a little bit of geek research on over yeah. the weekend, and that was Marcus Alonso. He's the player that I wanted to talk about. We're all ranting and raving this week about Aguero, but in a, in a wider football context, I did a wee bit of research on just Alonso. I thought he was quite an interesting man to you. check out because in the first week he got 13 points, and the second week he got nine. Now, obviously, if people had him as captain, um, he's on 13 know, points now. He's what? He's on thirteen. You mean on the first week you got nine, and this week you got thirteen? Uh, is it, no, I think it was thirteen the first week, nine no, the second week. Maybe no, I took the notes. No, he's down. on thirteen now. I'm looking at him. Lord, I thought he was added on to. We'll never remember that there. But the thing is, the, where he's getting his um, his scores from, the fact that he got a goal, he's got two assists and a clean sheet. Now, in the wider context of things, as you said there, Chelsea changing their style was going to be a big interest there because you know last year it was that famous three four three under Conte. Yes, and he did very well under that. Now it's kind of more of a rigid four-three-three, but yet he's still getting forward. He's still creating chances. Um, I think he's even probably creating more. It could go on to create a lot more than he did in in what looked like a more attacking system. If you get me, yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree there. Now definitely, you know, yeah, a fantasy asset that I would like to have. Oh, absolutely. he's man of the moment it's over the last two weeks. I think five million though. I just don't know if I'll be able to get him in there like Brennan has, yeah. especially the way the price rises have been fluctuating up and down at the moment. It's it's kind of hard to keep up with them. But you know what? That's happening. At, there's five million players uh, in this game, right? <coughs> and uh, maybe more. The 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 thing is though, a lot of those players start to die off as the game goes on. I think you, yeah, were, you were yeah. probably a little bit guilty of that last season yourself. You I know? was, I was, yeah. I was so a lot year. of players die off and the prices won't fluctuate as much up and down when mm-hmm. that starts to happen because at the minute it's just people are just rush buying, you know, for players and they're just going up and down like really crazy. So, you know. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like Black, uh, what do you call it, Black Friday sales at the minute. I know a few yeah. people were the same last week. Myself, who had to change three players last week. Um, look yeah, at, you could be right there. Look we'll at the we'll Wan-Bissaka the... case. Like Wan-Bissaka had a good game for Pals. Yeah. I think it was like 56,000 managers jumped on Wan-Bissaka only to receive a, a red card for their troubles. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a lot of people who jumped on him. You have to be a bit wary on that as well. You know, that, but that's the, that's the way your luck goes. But let's not spend too much time now on um, Brendan because I believe we had another man, was it Owen Kelly, who also topped the 100. We'll have to give him a mention too. Of course, Owen, uh, Tanya's cousin. Okay. Oh, so, so it is, mm-hmm. Owen. And uh, very impressive score again, 101 yeah. points. Oh, yeah. God. 
And, he, uh, he, had a, he had a fairly similar team too, Brendan, from what I can see. But he, he had um, the main guys who stood out from that were the difference were obviously Richardson scoring again yeah. for Everton and uh, Sessegnon getting a couple of points there as well. So to, you know to have three players uh, getting into the the one ton club as you call it, uh, which is a, a lovely good name for it. I like that. Um, you know, that, it's been a good high standard week uh, at the top of the table anyway. Yeah, and Richardson now he's actually just speaking about price rises. I think Richardson is now six point seven. So right. if you had Jota in your team, say Wolves, probably Barney there, who's probably has like has the whole Wolves team in his team. <laughs> he's got the Wolves under twelves and everything. He, he, in that team, he's got the whole fucking plan. He can't now change Jota over six point five to Richardson. I don't know if he's done that already. Um, mm-hmm. I think he did have a little bit of surgery there. He took out one Wolves player. I think I was having a look. Um, yeah. But you just can't do that now. You have to like make two changes. You do, yeah. You have to, to kind of do a bit of Tetris on it, or a bit of kind of chop and change with it. You know, and, that's the uh, fucked up thing with the whole price rises. But yeah, Richardson, um, six point seven million now. I think he's <laughs> gone to be the mo- the second most owned midfielder in the game. So you know, you know, there's the bandwagon. It's, it's, it's amazing how the bandwagon of the stock value just shoots up within a space of ten days, isn't it? But you know, that's what I suppose that's what keeps it interesting. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you're always, you know, mm-hmm. um, you go on ahead. No, no, I was just going to say there too, just sorry to cut across you, another man too, I think who had another good, uh, a very, very good score again, uh, where the famous Pep Roulette Manchester City rotation worked wonders for him, was uh, Mark Graham. Oh yeah, Mark, he, he Mark is uh, in the headlines this week because he had the biggest rise in the league, so we're not just mm-hmm. going to talk about players with the most points and things, we're going to talk about people, you know, that have made the, the biggest, oh, no. uh, the biggest yeah, games. And Mark, the on-farm guys. Mark has actually jumped up 22 places in the league so you know you can't ignore that yeah. um, well, we'll jump in there to the team and we'll have a little look at what Mark's Mark's uh, team's got going on here just when you're getting that up now because um, yeah with Mark's team just when you're getting to, get, up. <laughs> to jump I love to club. jump yep. sorry go on ahead no, I'm saying to jump 22 places in a week where so many people got big points because of Aguero uh, you know that that can't uh, that could not be acknowledged really. Yeah. Um, obviously, his big, his big points guys were um, uh, Mendy and Aguero again. You know, and Aguero will be mentioned quite a lot this evening. Folks, get used to. It. And Mkhitaryan, um, twelve points. Yep. And, yep. and uh, Manny again, of course, with ten. So, mm-hmm. you know, Mkhitaryan is somebody that I'm also on on my watch list. Arsenal's fixtures are, are starting to look a little bit better now after their first two games. You know, of course they had... Uh, they're, they're starting to play a bit better as well. They're starting to play a bit more as a team. Like, you know, the, the very shaky start against Chelsea, but you could tell even by the way that they started to set up and, you know, just kind of control some areas. You know, they, they welcome good. You know, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, that old famous saying, and, you know, Arsenal will return. Yeah, of course. And, you know, you know not, they're not all doom and gloom. I know they got they haven't, they haven't any points yet. You know, they were... Mm-hmm. They, of course, they had Chelsea and, and, and City, wasn't it? So, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not exactly an easy start maybe, for them. You know? Maybe now is but, the time to start looking at them. Yeah, but that game against Chelsea was a funny sort of game because even though Chelsea deserved to win it, you yeah. know, with you know, great performances by the players that we talked about there, the likes of Alonso and, and, and those guys, but you know, Arsenal could have won that game as well because it was quite sloppy defending by both teams, really. Yeah, actually, uh, watching the game and, and the match today, Aubameyang was just fucking... He, he, he should have had a couple of goals. Yeah, another you know, thing. Yeah. There was plenty of chances there for Arsenal to to come away with more from that yeah. game. So uh, from it was very fantasy, different from the from week before, where you know, wise, couldn't even get the ball forward. Yeah, from a fantasy football wise, uh, I would definitely wouldn't just be throwing away my Arsenal players, right? Oh right no, now, so yeah. definitely not, definitely not. Uh, who else have we got there in the in the headlines? 
Um, well, we, they're looking at me in positive guys well, that we, we talked we about is Casey's, oh. Brendan, and Owen and uh, Mark Graham. They were the kind of four main performers well, Jesus, this we, week. We better start talking about Adam Bates, the, the new league leader. Yes, yeah, so that's what I, I was actually building up that there. That we have a new league leader. We can't forget that there as well now. Jesus, so, uh, um, Adam Bates, uh, fucking 182 points. He, he's sitting on total. Yep. He'll take some catching from, from, from where I am and the table. Anyway, I can and forget about it. But If you look at his team, his starting 11 strong, his bench again bench. Has, has scored yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna. it's going to be hard to catch Adam at the moment. And I know Adam. Adam's a... Adam has the fantasy head screwed on. Like he's, he's, yeah. he takes it pretty, you know, serious. Just like the rest of us here that are in the league. And um, Adam, it'll take some catching definitely to get Adam. And it is nice, you know, um, to see a kind of a, a new man at the top. Nobody running away with it, even at the early stages. Yeah. And I just looked at Adams, you know, you know, a lot of the the kind of usual kind of big hitters, the usual suspects to get on points. But you know, you're going well when the likes of Steve Cook at Bournemouth is getting you a nice bit of points and as well, and you know, and your bench are kicking ass too. So, you know, he based on that, there, I think he deserves to be at the top this week. He definitely does, and. Uh... Like he's what? What many points is he clear from Keith at the moment? Keith's only two hundred and seventy-five. And Adam, what? What's Adam at the top? It's just low. I'm just he's up there now. Just so I don't have the table in front of me. He's I think he's like seven points clear anyway. So Keith, Keith's okay. hot in his heels, heels, and uh, Daniel Subble's still there, thereabouts in third as well. He he dropped a place now, Daniel, but. Uh, you know, he dropped. He still, good, he still had a good week. You know, it was just by his high standards and the fact that everybody else he he kind of got swarmed out by the likes of Adam Bates person forward and the likes of you know yeah. obviously the, the glory does have so to these other guys who all topped on but Sybil is still always going to be there Sybil or like that he's been dethroned on game week two and uh, there's a new cowboy in town and, and he goes down <laughs> with Adam Bates and uh, Daniel Sybil who will not like that um, <laughs> so we have, the, we have the top four there I'm just going to look at the top six briefly because they're the the payout uh, payout yeah levels. the guys who the guys who get the free entry yeah. for next season yeah, yeah the top so, six yeah that's so right. looking there now Bren Free also has jumped into fourth he's claimed 11 places from 15th so nice. yeah. we've already spoke about Bren we're not going to go in there. and then of course the other guy 102 Owen Kelly uh, has, cla- has claimed 13 places and he's gone into fifth and then <coughs> my old nemesis here Jared McGee who's right up in there to sixth place and uh <coughs> He he's dropped three places. He's he's third. dropped a bit. Yeah, he's dropped a bit, but but he's still a good score there. So yeah, he's not exactly he's in a bad position at the same time. You know. Well, so you know, I'll need to up my game. I've dropped seven places this week, fully. Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, well, we're just sort of the, the kind of lower to middle end at the minute. You dropped seven. You said, is it where you at now? I'm just I'm, looking at the table. I'm in eleventh place through. at the moment. Where are you, sir? I'm in eleventh place at the moment, but I'm, eleventh man, yeah, okay, I'm, yeah. no alarm yeah. bells yet. You know, I've had two good weeks, two decent ah. weeks. You know, so it's okay. Well, where are you, Foley? There, you're Jesus. I'm, I'm a good bit down now, but I, I was minus eight before I even started. You're in a relegation uh, at battle. The week. You're fully already. I'm what, sorry? You're in a relegation. I'm in a relegation battle, battle already. Yeah, but I, you know what? I'm, I'm, it's not an ideal place to be, and this is nothing against the guys I'm down there with, the likes of Ryan Moore and Greg Mullen and <laughs> Andrew Kelly and uh, and no, Barney. No. Uh, Greg, Greg, Greg Mullen is not in the relegation zone. Don't you bring Greg down to that level? You, he's fighting. He's got out of there, so he has. And he's fought well to get out of there. He's he's climbed two places to get out of there. Greg Mullen. <laughs> okay, so we'll fucking leave Greg Mullen alone. Barney. Uh, yeah, like I, I did have a fantastic week now, but um, you know there was a, a few guys that chipped in and helped me out a wee bit. Um, but you know, there's uh, you know, I, I'm not. We're talking at the top of the table, lads. Now let's let's not downgrade it by talking about my team again. Well, we'll certainly have to talk about the boys at the bottom as well, because Jordan McGinley, King of the Vegans, yep. has actually has rock bottom. 
Yeah. Uh, if we just do, do you want to take a look into Jordan's team there at the minute now? Because the sad thing about Jordan's team is uh, you have to go to the second Everything. page of the website to get to it because he's yeah. he's, he's out of top. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking that you have to go to the second yeah. fucking. Page. You have to bear with us a second here, folks, because it takes yeah. us a wee second to yeah. get on to the next page. But there we because are. Because the, okay, Jordan there's, there's Jordan's team. Out having to go on to his fucking team because it's in the second page. <laughs> and I know, I mean, okay. giving Jordan a lot of stick about being a vegan, he's not even a fucking vegan. So you know, he's a vegetarian. So, oh, okay, right. But do you know but, yourself, never let the truth get in front of a good story, John. Oh, absolutely. So, do we just start calling him Linda McCartney, or we can't use words like yeah, leathering and all that kind of stuff? That. It? What was that other? Corn? We call him Corn. Corn, that's it. So, uh, look, all right, so corn, let's have a look at Corn's team here. Right, for, away, uh, right away, look at that. Mkhitaryan, 12 points on the bench. Yeah. You know. What's worrying there too is you know the thing is this is where the the Man City rotation didn't work for him because Marius is playing there or Marius didn't even play on Saturday did he or on Sunday did he even, he didn't start and he didn't start he, he must have made a sub appearance I'm just noticing there um, Rashford has been very very quiet uh, Aubameyang you know we talked about Aubameyang having good performances but yeah. or, you know he's a bit more active but you know being active doesn't get you points unfortunately so yeah. you know he's going to have to take a wee hit there as well um, Bellerin is part of a defence which has conceded what is it. Five goals in two games. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to slag Jordan for that because I have Bellerin as well. And then Juan Bissaka getting the red card too. So you can see why there was a bit of a, a, bit yeah, of a plummet well, there, really. Yeah, there was a plummet, but Juan Bissaka had nothing to do with that. His, what, what happened here is he captained Mahrez, which on paper didn't look too bad. You couldn't, you couldn't <clears> say anything. We didn't know about Pep Roulette. Like, look at that city team. They didn't start Sani, they didn't start Sterling, and they didn't start Mahrez. And yeah, you, would thought, um, you would have thought one, one of those three would have been shooing with Kevin De Bruyne not there anymore. You, you would have thought so as well, but that just shows you with Man City. They, they changed their formation again totally from the first week Pep to Pep. this one. And so you just think you know, Aguero was, well, he is fantastic as we know, but you know, you, you'd imagine that he'd want to keep him in. But you know, like Sterling uh, had a very good game against Arsenal. He was sitting there on the bench on Sunday again. So it's just, it's just so hard to know with Man City. Yeah, Sterling's, you know, at 11 million, I just can't see myself go near Sterling yet until I see mm. more kneeled on performance. Um, and you would have thought, what more could he have done to, to deserve a place than score that that cracking goal in game week one? And, and there you go, he's not even there. Yeah, it wasn't so, even just a goal, it was his all-round performance as well, which yeah, was a big nice thing as well. Exactly. But you know, that's, that's just the way Pep does it, you know? So it's just... Uh, is, there in, is there anybody fucking safe in the City team? Like, I, I don't know. So... Well, we were talking last week that maybe the goalkeeper was, maybe De Bruyne was, but then obviously De Bruyne's injury. Yeah. Then you made me think um, Aguero might be, but I, I think it's going to be one of the most interesting things to look at. I think if we're looking at Trippier's set pieces over the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, just even about how Man City go about their business again this weekend, and just to see if it differs from the did on Sunday compared to how week two did with week one as well because they were big differences in how they set up as well yeah exactly for me the the safe players there is fucking goalkeeper Ederson must have his Mendy and of course going into these next game weeks these fixtures is Aguero um, yeah. back to yeah. Jordy's team there so he had the captain and Mahrez and his vice captain then was on uh, Firmino uh, Mahrez, yeah. Yeah. Mahrez didn't start he came on so that totally fucked his captaincy uh, yep. Not that it would have done much better because his vice captain was on Firmino, who who didn't uh, do anything either. Um, yeah, he had a quiet day. Yeah, has Hazard as well. Hazard didn't start, but come on, got him, grabbed him an assist. I expect Hazard to start starting games going forward from now on, though. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, maybe he's just one of these you know these players that came back late from the World Cup and needed a bit of a rest. But you imagine now, 
maybe like after the international break in a couple of weeks' time that he'd start, you know, cementing and getting a bit more kind of regular starting football and causing the havoc that we all know that he can do as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll, we'll not be too hard on Jordan there. I think we've we've given the uh, the wrath enough there. That whole going on to the second page was probably enough to have Jordan. Yeah, yeah, and then the vegetarian saying, thing too. We probably went um, too far good, with that. So apologies seg- for that, Jordan. A good segue here to go on and speak about Michael Madden briefly as the, um, the captaincy here. Okay, uh, you started off there, Paddy. Now I've got my notes here in front of me. You got the well, online version. I think Michael Madden had uh, Sanchez captain this week. Didn't play. Yeah, didn't yeah. play. Yeah. So you always want to have a good backup captain, don't you? And it was Mario's he went for, wasn't it? No, it was David De Gea. Oh, David De Gea. Sorry, sorry, I'm looking up the wrong note. Yeah, yeah. David De Gea, right? No, I'm not sure if he done that on purpose. You know, if he wanted David De Gea as his, his backup captain, mm-hmm. you know, because he had players there like. Rich Charleston, who seems to be in form. He had Arnautovic, mm-hmm, Sani, mm-hmm. you know. Alonso, Alonso Trippier, isn't it? Trippier, you know, guys that have a little higher ceiling than maybe De Gea. Yeah. So maybe is it wise to start having a fucking look at who your vice captain is going forward? It could be a wee, It could be something that we could look into. And I'm sure Madden will, uh, Michael will uh, deeply to, reflect on that as well. That. But he will have to make changes now because uh, Donk got injured for him as well in the Brighton game. Uh, so I'd imagine he's going to be out for a while by the sounds of things so that's well, going to have to be a, a change brought in you know 75% chance of starting next game but you can't really just rely too much on the you can't rely on that the guy, see, the, uh, the guy was done with that before with Dejan Lovren it said he was only going to miss one game yeah, it turns out that right. he was out for a month so you can't you can't really rely on that yeah that's right so just there I see Sani and Madden's team here so Sani didn't start but came on and grabbed an assist got an assist yeah that's right so, he did yeah you know, he did there you go. You do, going into game week three, you don't know what's going to happen there with that silly team. But um, Aguero, anyway, by Pep's comments, looks like he's kneeled on because Pep more or less <laughs> said that he's like a man possessed. He's never seen him like this before. So, mm-hmm. you know. He, he does seem to have raised the standard even from a couple of years ago. You think when Man City won the league in 2012 and 2014 and other times, but he does seem to have something more about him. I hope I'm not. Um, Tempting fate with that statement, but he does seem to have a wee, a wee bit more bite or grip between his teeth at the minute now, Aguero. So if you have him, lads, keep them pains coming to him, as we say. Uh, exactly. Um, we've we've nearly the headlines all done. I think what we've left to talk about, we're going to talk about Raymond Foy and uh, yeah. Raymond Foy's fall from grace, and of course we're we're going to talk about the other two wildcard um, guys. Okay, well we're going to we're going to Raymond first of all because that will kind of. Finish up our managerial segment for the night. Now, just I can't find Raymond. He had a he had a drop of twenty two. Yeah. Whereas Mark had a raise of twenty two, wasn't it? So yeah, fucking Ray dropped like a, a lead balloon. Let's say. Um, okay, where is Ray now? There, sorry, I just can't see him on my computer just now. Yeah. Oh, there he is. There, sorry, goat goat eleven. Is it uh, joint thirty seven? Let's go in and have a look now. Forty two points racked up. Okay, so let's go into the the details of it as well. Okay, Trippy was a nice wee help to him. Yeah. Uh, so that's fair enough. Let's go into the positives first of all. Manny is always has he managed had a very good start to the season, as we've said. But again, like you look there where the, the points were lost, you know, like you know, uh Mars and Sonny did get a couple of points, but you know, they, they weren't really active in the whole yeah. game for Man City. Johansson just thanks for being here. Say that again, sorry, Paddy, the line he's, broke up. He's he's tripled up on the on the city players, but it just feels like it's the wrong city triple, you know? Yeah, it's just funny to say because I'm just on my notes there, uh, I wrote down that squad rotation at Man City worked very well for Mark Graham and it worked very, very poorly for, uh, oh, for Raymond Foy. It seemed to just, it 20, went against him, really. The, you know? the 22 uh, places shift on the when, when how you can get it so right versus how you can get it so wrong. 
It, it almost seems fine that it was almost the same team yeah. and the, the same amount of positions. It was almost, you couldn't script that really when you think about it. Um, just just noticing here while we're looking at Raymond Foy's team as well, he's got the captain on Firmino. And look, again, the vice captain is on the goalkeeper, Lloris. That's right, yeah. Do you yeah. think this vice captain is auto set if you don't if you don't set it yourself? Because, uh, you know. To be, to be honest, I don't know, Paddy. You know, <laughs> even in my lazy days, I always made sure I picked my captain and my vice captain. Me too. You know, um, so it's, I guess it's a, it's a bit of just, uh, you know, rookie mistake. Well, maybe that's something to kind of issue as a wee potential warning, you know, just in case people probably don't want to admit that they might have overlooked picking a vice captain. So uh, if you have lads, you know, just just be sure, lads, that you get you know you get your homework done there, you know. Exactly, and uh, uh, Raymond Foy is and uh, Michael Madden are testament to that. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, wild cards. Yes. We have to have a look at the wild card guys here. Now, what do we see? Okay, so we had Ryan Callan, Keith Shees. And there was somebody else too, was there? Yeah, or am I forgetting somebody? Name, um, he's Mark Howard's mate. But I'm Mark Howard's mate. Oh, the McElhinney fellow, is it? I don't know. I'm not too sure. Sorry if I've got that part wrong, folks. We'll just get it up here now. Don't worry. We'll, we're coming no, to So who are we looking at here now, lads? Oh, here. I've got Ryan Callum's team here. Will we start hey, with him? You get Ryan up there. Waffle on about okay. Ryan there till I find this man. And I'll just check No bother at all. No bother at all. Uh, it's a professional show that we run, folks. Don't forget there. Okay, so now Ryan collected 73 points over the weekend, of course. Uh, it was a wild card team. Let's just look at. We're going to we're going to be cruel here and start with the negatives first of all. He had two players that got sent off. He had yeah. Wan Bissaka that came in, hard luck, and then uh, Vardy who was also sent off at the weekend as well. Um, main positives though did come from the likes of Robertson getting in on the act again. He's been a, a revelation this year. I think Richarlison, who he looks like he's been playing for Everton for the last twenty years. He's he's just so settled in there. Um, Arnautovic, the right. name I always find hard to pronounce, helping him out, and Manny. Did as well, and of course Aguero as well, as he did for a few others. No ball, um, The bench was a wee bit late, though. The bench it was only two points in, in total from the whole bench. Like worth noting that Ryan also moved up fourteen places. He was in third oh, last week, so he's up to sixteenth now. Ryan, who actually fucking he he led the lead the league last year for probably the longest amount of time before Mark Howard eventually overtook him and uh, and won the whole thing. So <laughs> you know, not a manager to be to be underestimated either by by no means. No, absolutely not. And he's shown early on, uh, you know, if he wants to play, the, if he needs to play the wild card in the second week, then he will. Um, yeah, he's. No, no so I know. I took my hat to the man. to jump fourteen places now. Like any man that jumps fourteen uh, in a week, jump fourteen places. You've got to be happy. He's got two red cards in his team. He's got Juan Bissaka minus two, and he's got Vardy minus one. Vardy, yeah, I was, I was just talking about that there a second ago. Yeah, and so uh, he was. That's what the wild you know, the, the, card. The discipline so. his team needs to be worked on. He needs to have a word with those lads in the changing rooms about their uh, behaviour. But so Ryan is potentially in a little bit of bother going into next week. He's got no Juan Bissaka. He's got no Vardy, mm. uh, but his bench doesn't look too bad. He's got Lichtensteiner, and he's got uh, that Guendouzi guy for Arsenal. Who I actually thought was very impressive, but I'll not go too much into that. Yeah, we'll not go too much into that now. But yeah, but you know, the, the bench on Saturday were or at the weekend were quite quite low scoring for Ryan. But you know, they're they're good players that he can bring in. Yeah, for not, the likes not, of Vardy and uh, for Wan Bissaka, you know, he's so, got a good strong um, force there as well with Arnautovic and Aguero. So you know, mm-hmm. and he's got Richarlison and Manny. No, Ryan's okay, I think, and he's at seventy three points. So. You know, yeah, uh, it would nice to get Ryan's opinions on it. You know, if he's if he was really satisfied, or yeah. what was his degree of satisfaction with, so with, Ryan, with two in the uh, one there in the comments. We'll know if you're listening then too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's Ryan. I got the other guy's name. So did there. Um, sorry about this, Kieran McKelney. Okay, what position is he in there, buddy? Uh, where do we get a look there now? That's that's another story. Uh. <laughs> um, Kieran McKelney. He must be down near the bottom if he's using a wild card. <laughs> 
Well, you know, <laughs> just because we're all down the bottom doesn't mean we all use wild cards, but, uh, you know, it's something <laughs> to look in for, for the inspiration that's coming from the top. You sure about this fella, Paddy? I can't find his name here yeah, at all. There he is, there he is. 23rd place there, Kieran. 23rd place, okay, I'll scoot yeah. back up. I must have missed Okay, the big Lewandowski. Okay, good stuff. Let's go ahead and take a look. 70 points now, 70 points. That right. is. Another good wild card, huh? Yep. Oh, Wambasaka got sent off from as well. But <laughs> I think he did for a lot of people, <laughs> oh, in fairness. So. Oh, dear. We can nearly leave poor Wambasaka out altogether. Okay, so we'll we just have a wee date. What's, what's that out there for you there, first of all, Paddy, on this team? Well, I'm not even on this team. I'm just looking to see how many places he jumped up here. So Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look at the Oh, there he is. I'll, the, just, the, I'll just get this out of the way. He's jumped up 10 places. So, okay. fair play to you, Kieran. Yep. Right, where's his team? Right, let's get on the team here. Aguero, man of the moment. Harry Kane breaking that oh. August duck, getting a, a goal as a captain for him as well. There's the first uh, Harry Kane-Aguero partnership we've seen. And Salah. So he's got Salah, Aguero and Kane. Another financial fair play uh, flag yeah. here for me. And Richardson as well, who's been a bit of a, a man of the moment as well. Yeah. You know, Richardson's kicking around there. A few of the boys keeping things a wee bit quieter. Like, well, Pogba got another goal at the weekend too. Yeah, it was fucking um, a penalty at the, end, the death of the game. Yeah. You know, they, they saw all count for him on the, on the points total. So yeah. I'm just going to have a wee look at his bench here as well now. It's uh, uh, pretty quiet overall. But uh, I think, you know, that's if he's jumped, how many positions did you say that he jumped there, Paddy? Ten. Ten positions, yeah. Okay, okay. So, you know, if he's down in that position, he's jumped in. He's, he was obviously feeling the need to pull the wild card, and I think he'd be happy with that. It'd be great now if we could get his comments again from Kieran, but um, I think he would be quietly happy with that. Yeah, I'd say he's all right. You know, you know what? Mm-hmm. We had three guys use the wild cards this week, and, and let's be fair, uh, I think the. Uh they were successful wild cards, so yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. The, nobody seems to have pulled one. Nobody seems to be regretting. <laughs> yeah, no, um, they're, they're all right. Um, just just a few stats here. Um, talking about red cards this game week, uh, there was quite a few, and I just want to give you a quick three. I think it was altogether, wasn't it? it was Vardy, uh, your man from Newcastle, and Wan Bissaka? I think they were the three red cards. There was indeed, but in our league, the people that actually got stung by them, there was. Let me just tell you, there was thirteen people that actually got stung by those. Uh, those red cards and I, think I would imagine I would imagine a good lot of that 13 would have been Wan-Bissaka men yeah imagine these that, yeah. are all had Wan-Bissaka actually came onto their team and fucked them up got the minus points and Ryan was the only man that had two red cards this week so two red cards okay just a little fun stat there for you um, anything else here now Johnny before we probably wrap this up we'll, we'll, we, we put it out on Facebook did anyone have any questions and we didn't we didn't get any questions But we didn't get any well it's early days yet but just to let people know that they can maybe drop in a wee topic that they want us to yeah, cover yeah so we can, um, we can have a wee chat about Gavin Flanagan now he interacted with us here so you know, we'll have to give Gavin Flying in his juice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in. You know, he's a he's a good he's a long term listener over the last uh, eight days. So he is indeed. You know, it's always good to hear from the fans. So what did Gavin say there? Do you have it up or? What? Um, I don't yeah, have it up, but I, I remember it from earlier. Have, have you got it? Yeah. Basically, what Gavin is saying, I'll just read the quote out here, right? Okay. This is from Gavin. Yeah, don't forget about the managers of the smaller clubs who are doing a sterling job. We are not all Mourinho's flint. A.K.A. Keith, Peps, Sibbled, Roy Hodgson, Roy Hodgson's the maestro. <laughs> I think he got that name wrong. <laughs> that, that's uh, that's uh, Margie. He's he's um, christening there with the Roy Hodgson's. It's always the big name managers at the bigger clubs who get all the airtime. I think there are a lot of managers in the league working tirelessly, doing a sterling job with limited resources, where their boardroom would certainly not have allowed a wild card expenditures and blatant wastefulness of club finances this early in the season 
talking minus figures, etc. We'd just like to get that point raised. So there's Gavin's basically having a pop these spontaneous wild cards um, going out there, and uh, I guess to look at uh, not just the big dogs in the league, but to look at the the guys that are doing. Me- mediocre as well. Well, I, 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 I like to think that we've covered that this evening. I must say, I like the way as an English, as an English teacher there, I wasn't happy that uh, Gavin used the word Sterling twice in the <laughs> one statement. Like, there's no need to do that, Gavin. Come on, man. Uh, you know. But um, yeah, well, I, do, I like to think that we have covered those other lads. You know, the you know the likes of the lads there, um, like Mark jumping 22 places, uh, yeah. the new league leader. Uh, but also, you know, we were kind of having a wee bit of fun slagging off the likes of Jordan. Uh, and Raymond Foy earlier, but I think that we've, we've. I'd like to think that we've um, we've diagnosed them. We've kind of looked into how that's happened. But we, you know, obviously the people will will decide if we did that well yeah, enough or not. I, I agree with you. And but Gavin did make a a good point there about the guys who have minus the points and taken the hits. And I and I do have that up here for you, Gavin. So we'll call these guys out right now. We've got Stephen Head McConnell as top of the list. He made three transfers this week and cost him minus eight points. Yeah, same as myself and, in fairness. And so I was not just slang. getting you, Johnny. Right, you're another man that three transfers <laughs> minus eight. We Guilty had, as charged, yes. We had Mark Graham, who jumped 22 places, though, and uh, he he made a minus four this week. We yeah, have yeah. Vinny McLaughlin. He had a minus four this week, jumped 16 places. So, so far, just before we go any further... Taking hits just doesn't mean it's not all doom and gloom there either. Like these guys have jumped up with their hits. Um, Vinny, now special shout out to Vinny. Well out of the relegation zone this year. He spent most of it down there with you last year, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Peter Dobson minus four. Marcus Oliver minus four. Dropped five places as well, though. Marcus Oliver wasn't fifth last week. Tenth this week. Mark, you'll have to up your game with a game week three. Uh, Kehl McGettigan. Minus four, but up five places to nineteenth, or up five places in fourteenth. Up five, up five places. Yeah, okay, he was in nineteenth. He's up to fourteenth, and we have Eric Roberts minus four, who's up nine places as well, and he's in thirty third now. He wasn't uh, thirty, or he wasn't forty second. I, th- I think we made. I think we made it. Uh, you made a wee note earlier, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. In uh, Eric Roberts' team, is that his players? They're all playing a lot of football. You know, he's getting good minutes that's in terms right. of the points. And that's just like a wee gradual chipping away, building the points. That's right. That was you know, a good stat. He's, his team, out of all 51 managers, is the only team that have had the most game time. Yeah. So that's, um, that's we'll, we'll get to them stats as well, just before we wrap up. I just mm. fire through these managers that need to be uh, acknowledged with the hits. Uh, John Byrne, minus four, jumped up three places. Ray Flanagan, uh, minus four, jumped up two places. He was yep. on 31st. He's now in 29th. Um, Mark, <laughs> There's always time for a bit of giddiness. Mark, Mark McCarn, minus four. I need to speak about Mark McCarn's team now as well. Can you get get into Mark McCarn's team here while I'm uh, shooting? I'll get to it now. Whereabouts is he in the league? Just to I don't know, tell you me. Find it, I'll just shoot on these minus four. You shoot on. I'll look for. I'll yeah. look for Mark. So you go ahead. Greg Mullen, min, minus four. Just noting Mark dropped 12 places there. And Greg Mullen. Uh, minus four up two places out of the relegation zone though well done Greg and then Magic Mickey my old mate Derek from Australia who blamed us for him getting rid of Walcott because of his Arsenal allegiance uh, so um, was he Walcott, because we Walcott mentioned that about scores. him last week or anything no Walcott goes and scores and assists then uh, <laughs> sorry about that Derek so drop three places minus four and we're nearly at the end Sanj our favourite Sanj colourful character Sanjas love those uh, the jockey segments that come 
the breaking news, breaking news, lads. I saw that. I enjoyed. I enjoyed getting a bit of money from his horses. Sanj on the on his guest. Definitely. I think we'll have to get more managers on as a guest from time to time. I think so. Yeah, I think so. A few pre-records or a three-way yeah, conversation. Absolutely. Sanjo Brian, and then with two more, Brian Margery, the Meister, minus four, dropped four places, was thirtieth, down to forty-two, and then of course we have Barney Boyce, last week's wooden spoon this week minus four up one place to, he wasn't 51st last week he's now in 50 so keep fighting there Barney you will get out of there so you will man we, we have faith in you tell me Mark McCarran's captain who was it Mark McCarran's captain I have here in front of me uh, in front of me sorry was the irrepressible Sadio Mane who oh, got him a nice right. little 20 points can you go there last to, night can you go back to last week there and tell me who his captain was he picks a rare old captain or Mark you know yeah, um, go back to last week oh previous sorry beg your yeah. pardon just bear with me one second oh here we go now. so just as captain the week before was do, 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 Romino, oh it was uh, Wilson at um, Bournemouth Callum Wilson there you go and look at that paid off 16 watch out for Mark McCarran and his mad captains because I used to have a section last year remember called Madcap Bastard Mad Captains yeah that's yeah, right and, yeah I remember uh, that Mark was always um, up there with that yeah um but what was I saying? What, what was the thing about Mark's team again? Just remind me, did he drop a few places or did he go up a few places? My mind's gone blank there. Mark McCarran, where are you, Mark? He dropped a few places, so he did, Mark. Okay, right. Okay, I'm just looking at his team here now. Yeah, he's two, two dads up front who had a kind of quiet weekend. Aubameyang and Firmino. Yeah. Mkhitaryan got him a few points. Mane got him a few points. Um, nice wee cheeky goal from Sessegnon. Uh, everybody else just kind of picked away and got wee, wee handfuls of points here and there. Vincent Company, Yota, Alexander-Arnold and the likes. Right, excellent. Right, uh, a message in here from Daniel Subble as well. I forgot to, to read this one out. He, he says that, uh, breaking news, one half of the world-famous POD cast team, which is ourselves, of course, uh, mm-hmm. spotted undercover in the warehouse on Sunday night trying to eavesdrop on two former champs discussing fantasy football tactics. Who knows what <laughs> James has picked up going into game week three. So, Johnny... I believe this this must have been you because it certainly was. It was, yeah. I was in the warehouse on Sunday night for a couple of pints. So it was, yeah. yeah. And, and did you get any goss or any juice from these men? I didn't, in fairness, and I don't want to sound like an old man. And it's something that gets said in Letter Kenny an awful lot is that that warehouse bar, God love it, but it's fucking far too loud. So, it's, so, <laughs> so even if they were writing out or you know speaking at the top of their voices, and I had the best hearing equipment, James Bond stuff, and I still wouldn't have been able to hear them. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was quite interesting that you had two former. Um, Winners almost in collusion with each other, kind of sitting in the corner away, not really chatting to anybody else but themselves. You know, at least I was chatting to a couple of other ones, you know. Oh no, he was them two boys. Oh, just uh, and, and, and chatting away at their own house stuff, hey? Chatting away at their own stuff, not mixed, nobody else in the group, just the two of them sitting there now. So, uh, big shout out to the two boys. And even when I when I was leaving, I got the big, uh, oh no, you, you won't hear nothing from me. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you mentioned this on the podcast Definitely. and all this kind of stuff. Well, know? there you go. We've got the mentions. Uh, I think we've covered, we can't cover everyone, obviously. Like, thank you to no. Gavin for giving us the question there. And Gavin, we'll, we'll look, we'll give him his preps. He, he's up 16, 16 places, Gavin, this week. You know, he wasn't yeah, He wasn't 50th last week. He's up to 34th now. So well done, Gavin. He's certainly, um, is he, how's he doing with the, and the brother you love rivalry there? Is he, is he ahead of, I'll have to go back and check it now, but you know, no matter what, there's always going to be a rivalry there, no, no matter what. Now. The young, the young Cav is as as a head raised there on 29th, but I'm sure Gavin will be doing everything in his power to catch him. Speaking about brothers, Darren Howard, Paul Howard, Mark Howard. Yep, the three way, the three way rivalry. Yeah, we'll always have to give Mark a mention because Mark was the last year's champ. Of course, yeah. Whereas Mark, he now 11th, he's up a few spots as well now. He's up a few spots as well. So there you go, and uh, Paul and Darren. 
where those two dudes. Paul, I can't see them above them, so I'm, I'm taking it that Mark is now leading the uh, the Howard family family rivalry at the minute. I think anyway. Apologies if I have that wrong. No, I think you're right. No. <laughs> And uh, then, of course, the rivalry with uh, Sanj, Keith, and uh, Margie. I think, uh, of course, it's obvious who's won in that. That's the man of the moment, Keith Shields. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's going his way at the minute. But uh, we'll have to give him a tip of the hat to Sanj now for, for bringing that rivalry to, to new levels. With, yeah, uh, to, to bring it to social media that, new levels, shall we say, with the videos from there. So, um, and your own rivalry there, we've, we've, you and Stephen, uh, you're going to have to up your game, Johnny. Yeah, but to, to be honest, the rivalry between me and Stephen is—it's a bit like the England Germany one. Like I could take it seriously, he probably wouldn't at all. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's like I'm England and he's Germany, so I'm not really going to say it's a huge rivalry. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't top the game. But um, you know, I, I, I do have a quiet hope that uh, you know that the changes that are made will be for the greater good. Right. Well, Johnny. We're, hopefully, we're, hopefully. We're running up in the hour here now, so we're just going to okay. we'll, we'll probably wrap it up we'll, we'll wrap it up with who's going to be your captain next week Johnny and ha- are you making any changes to the team are you wildcarding or what's happening I don't think I'll wildcard just yet no I, don't, I think there's plenty of time for that you know I'll maybe wait till after the internationals in October for the wildcard time um, I've thought about a couple of changes you know but you know, I, I looked at a few today but I was always just like half a million pound off or a million pound off so you know, I'd love to get in somebody like a Van Dyke there, but I just I can't really seem to afford him and fit him in just right. now. So I'm not going to panic put just yet, but I might think about changing um, one or two. But uh, I've made three changes this week. I'm not going to go too wide on it. Right. And what about captaincy? Have you decided on the captaincy yet? I think I'll still stick. I'm happy enough with my two. I've got Salah as my captain and Harry Kane as my vice captain. And, you know, they're, they're both still chipping away with points. You know, Kane getting a goal at the weekend, Salah getting two assists on top of a good performance the week before. So I, I think that will stay. I'm going to be bored and keep them two boys uh, where they are. Oh, well, it's better than, suppose, taking another minus eight this week. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you have it. Right, myself, I'm probably going to stick with Salah captaincy, but that could change, you know, yourself. And I don't know if I'm going to make any changes. I've already made my two transfers. Yeah, so uh, you're going to sit tight for a wee bit? Am I going to give away my transfers in the podcast? or am I going to Oh, you've made two transfers for this week, have you? I've made my two transfers, yeah. I had, I had free transfers, so I've made them go, going into game week three. Okay, are you willing to share that with the rest of us? I think I will, because I don't think anyone's going to fucking listen this long. So <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Back to I've got rid of uh, Bednarak. Okay. That uh, He was just an enabler anyway. Yeah, um, no problem, no fear. And I got there, there, there was no going away party for him. Like. Yeah, I was just like, get. And I got rid of uh, Sanchez. I think that's a good call too. Yeah, I think yeah. he's been—he's uh, not going to do too much. Yeah, so. And I brought in, brought in two city players. Right. So you're hoping the who, who are the the city players? Well, I brought in uh, Benjamin Monster Mandy. Monster uh, Mandy. Okay. Yeah. I brought in Bernardo Silva. Okay. Yeah, he's had a good start as well. Well, do you know what, fairness? You know, but you know, we talked about it time and time again. Our theme was like Manchester City rotation doesn't work. Does it work for some? Does it work for others? With anything, you know, it's it's just a funny system. It could work wonders for you one week and then bite you in the balls the week after. So yeah, right. You know what? We're on fifty three mats. Greg's drives drives to Dublin. We'll just make it the hour this week, and uh, if we can shorten it any other week, we will. We'll do a quick predictions here, right? Just rattle this off really quick, Johnny. You're okay. Shut away. You're going to be the the Paul Merson. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Shut away. Man City away to Wolves. Man City away to Wolves. Man City. Arsenal. Are we just talking about? Yeah, we're just going. Say again. Just, just predictions, and you can throw a score in if you want. Man City Wolves. Okay, Man City Wolves three one Man City. Arsenal West Ham. Two 0 Arsenal. 
Bournemouth, Everton, Bournemouth at home. Uh, Bournemouth, Everton. I'm going to go for a born one one there. Right, Huddersfield, Cardiff. Jesus, imagine watching that. Um, I'm just going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go for a two one Cardiff. Right. Okay. Uh, Southampton, Leicester. Southampton home. Southampton home. Uh, Leicester. Leicester got a good result last. Time. I'm going to go for a one nil Leicester. Right. Liverpool and Brighton. Brighton, suppose. Liverpool, Brighton. I, I'm going to go for. I think. I think Liverpool will do. I think it'd be three one Liverpool. Right. Uh, Watford, Crystal Palace. Watford Palace. I'm going to go for a one nil win to Watford. Fulham, Burnley. Fulham, Burnley. Burnley in bad form at the moment, and so are Burnley. I think that's going to be a nil nil to be honest. Yeah. And um, Newcastle, Chelsea. Newcastle, Chelsea. Uh, two 0 Chelsea. Oh, and here's the big one, Johnny. United and Spurs Monday night. Uh, Spurs are the foreign team, but I think United will turn it around. I'm not going to say hopefully turn it around, but I think they will turn it. I think I can see United getting a, a sort of a two one win against them. Well, you're more optimistic than me. Well, I guess <laughs> that's a wrap then, is it, Johnny? That's all safe for this week. Sure, we'll be back again next and week. And anyone we missed this week, we'll try and get to next week. But yeah, it's up to them to make it onto the pod. They have to show us something in the league. I'm sure they, and I'm sure they will as well. Have the faith. All right, best of luck. <laughs> all right, good luck.